Email her back and let her know that I'm ready to be the next spokesmodel for this for is preparation your dream. How, how many times have I put it out there and said, how many times have I said, I got hemorrhoids, preparation H, where you at? I'm your girl. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Midgey Poo for being obsessed and saying the most recent episode is gold. Her review reads, I've been listening to this podcast from the beginning and look forward to it so much every week. I've tried listening to other mom podcasts and they end up making me feel like I'm not doing enough. You ladies are the realist and we are secretly best friends. You just don't know yet. The most recent episode is my absolute favorite ever. Meredith's relationship reminds me so much of my own and Tiffany, you put all of my thoughts into words in the most impactful way. I love the new looser format because hearing you have genuine conversations about things as they come is great. And I love your friendship. Thanks for everything you do. Wow. Thank you so much, Midgey Poo. Another vote and of confidence for the you, no for organization the format. Review in history. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to talk right over you like that. So rude. So it was rude. my moment to shine. Oh Lord. If I have to wait for your moments to shine, I'll never see the fucking sun. Okay. <laughs> Just saying Tiff, but seriously though, I, uh, we have another vote for the looser format. That's awkward. Cause I kind of structured today's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Stru- but this is your structures in between. Okay, good. Oh, it's that's a true. That's muck-sure. true. Sure. Okay. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, I have no idea what we're doing because I did not have anything to do with this. This is all uh, Tiffany. But... You do have something to do with one part of it. And um, at one point, you guys are going to get a sneak peek listen of uh, Meredith's audiobook, which is super exciting. I can't wait to hear how you read it. And I can't wait. I just can't wait. It's going to be exciting. What? Oh, the book is called Ask Me What's for Dinner One More Time, Inappropriate Thoughts on Motherhood, which, um, by the way, is still an Amazon uh, hot new release one, two, and three in parenting. So Kindle paperback, audiobook, Kindle one, two, and three. So it's just how I, it's just how I roll people. Eat your heart out. Other parents, other parents, other people who wrote parenting books. No, (laughs) I'm just cheesing on you. Is that right? Are we? Uh, I don't know if I used it right. Don't say just cheesing. (laughs) I don't know if I said that. Today we have Melissa from Brattleboro opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hey guys, this is Melissa from Brattleboro, Vermont, and I'm a mom to an eye-rolling 12-year-old daughter, (laughs) an 8-year-old son with ADHD, and a 17-year-old bonus daughter who is smarter than all of us. <laughs> so I'm here to open the show with the mom fail moment. We all struggle as moms, but there are tons of people out there 
who say they don't, but they're lying and they're giant liebaggers. Thanks, guys. Love you. (laughs) Thank you. We love you, too, Melissa. Yeah, so I have a little bit of a mom fail. What else is new? You know what? We can't all be as wonderful <laughs> T- as Tiffany, you, Tiffany. Tiffany's on fire today. You know, we can't. Just we cannot be as wonderful as you. There are just days I just can't. You know, I can't get get to that type of perfection. Okay, I'm keep trying. By the hashtag way, do better. I just it's hashtag be better. And by oh, the shit. way, um, I saw your new video where you were like finding Zoom friends. And yeah. you talked about all you want to do is sleep all day and like not actually see people or have friends. And I was lying. like, yep, uh-huh, yep, that's my girl. Um, <laughs> so Dave and I are, are in the middle of a really rough, we can't agree on sending the kids back to school. So th- what it, what's happening currently in our county is you can opt into nine weeks at home which is what we did at any point during that time, you are allowed to return to school. Oh, so tempting. So we are almost two full weeks in and I'm ready to send them yeah. back to school. Cause I can't take it anymore. Um, one of Mat- Matias's classes doesn't even have a teacher yet. It's been two weeks. Like he's not even in the right spot. We have no clue what's going on. Um, at the middle school level, teachers are, are not coming in and doing the zooms that they're supposed to be because they're overwhelmed and they're teaching because they have full-time students in the class. Oh, so so they have all these full-time kids. Then they have virtual kids that they have to take care of. The teachers are overwhelmed. The kids are overwhelmed. It's really, um, difficult to manage. Sophia is in our office every three minutes asking questions. And I'm just like, okay, I, they're not getting what they need to out of it. I'm having a really hard time trying to help them with it. And then we all just end up yelling at each other for most of the day until Brian comes out at 10 o'clock and he's like, I'm on recess. What? And it's like, you're always on recess. Get back in your room. And so it's just been really stressful. And I'm like, I want to send them back. I want to send them back in a week. And Dave's like, I'm not ready for that. We're not ready for that. You're just being impatient because you don't want them here anymore. And I'm like, exactly. Yes, that's where I'm at. But I'm being honest with you and telling you that that's where I'm at. And he's so logical. It's disgusting. So he's like, we need to look at the spikes that could potentially happen after Labor Day weekend and count out the days. But I'm like, I want to do none of that. I want to put them in the car and I want to drive them to school right now (laughs) because I'm just, I can't function anymore. Like I had them at the doctor's yesterday for a well visit and the two of them, I'm trying to talk to the doctor because we need to get a referral for Brian for something. And the two of them are punching each other on the table the doctor is looking at me like, can you please control your kids? And it's like, clearly I can't. The nurse comes in. One of the kids bumps into the nurse. She drops stuff all over the floor. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so very sorry. And she's like, you know, and the, and the PA is like, it's okay. Everything is great. Like, I don't think she has kids. She was a young woman. Right. But the whole time she's looking at the nurse like, we should probably um, check in on this parent in a week and see if these kids are still okay. Cause it was sideways, man. Yeah. And that's just every day. Yeah. And I'm exhausted well, from it. You made a good point when you said they're not getting what they need out of it. No, and nobody is getting what they need. That's so important because if, if the kids aren't getting what they need out of it, if the teachers have doubled the load because they have to do this for kids at home and you aren't able to effectively work in order to create and generate income for the family, I can see why you would want to reevaluate. 
So he's just trying to explain to me that I need to be patient because we need to really make the best and and smartest informed decision. And I agree with him, but I don't like, I'm, I don't have much left. Right. So once you get it in your head, it's kind of hard to think about logic. Yeah. Well, part of it is we're not telling the kids a timeline because, you know, as soon as you tell a kid one day, right. Or in one week, Every, every three seconds, is it what you get? Is it what you get? Is it what you get? How about now? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. So, yeah. So anyway, so that's kind of, I'm feeling very bleh about this whole situation. And like, since we started, since we pushed record, two kids have already busted through. Right. And it's like, we told them, you can't come in right now. We need this hour. And it's mm-hmm. like, we can't give you that hour because I need you to email my teacher. And it's like, I need you to live somewhere else. <laughs> so, so that's where we're at. So just being just being as honest as I can possibly be on the state of affairs in our home. And there you have it. Thank you for your honesty. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Um, I don't think that counts as a mom fail. I think that's normal mom dilemma that a yeah. lot of people can probably. I think we're all fa- feeling that right now. Well, yes. Okay. So. The first thing that I want to talk about this week is I recently had last night, something happened to me and I want to discuss it with everyone. I say something happened to me. It, it didn't. Okay. So my sister came over because she wanted to talk to me about something. Now my sister works full time at a radiology place as like a receptionist or something. And she has recently started school again because she goes through like these midlife crises and she's like, I'm going to start school. So she's been to school to be a baker. She's been to school to be everything. So now she's in school for early childhood education. Oh Lord. Which, okay, cool. Good for you. She's having financial trouble as one does in 2020. (laughs) Um, Even though she's able to work full time, she's struggling to make ends meet Now, quick backstory on my sister. She um, is one who wants what she wants and she wants it now. She also gets easily overwhelmed. My sister was in classes and she said all this on the internet. So it's okay for me to talk about this. She was in ESE classes growing up. She had trouble learning. She has angry outbursts. And so she has always struggled all her life for some kind of stability to find out what she wants to do and be able to stick to it. So she's had this job for a long time. Super proud of her in school. Super proud of her. She's not happy. She's miserable. Mm. So she approached me and said, I want your opinion because I am wanting to start an OnlyFans. I don't know what that is. Okay. For those of you who don't know what an OnlyFans is, it's basically um, a form of sex work. I'm, um, I'm sorry. Webcam. Um, What's that? I'm sorry. Please continue. Okay. So only, and I don't knock it. You know, there. So basically, it's a website where people pay a monthly subscription. It's like Patreon with boobies. It's like you subscribe and you are promised certain things, whether it be sexy dance videos or 
nude photos or specific acts on camera, your level of whatever you want to do for however much money. Okay. And it is overwhelmingly popular um, amongst the younger kids, mainly. What, what was this website again? Dave, you don't need to know. So, um, so it's, it's increased in popularity and those who have significant followings on certain platforms have been taking advantage of OnlyFans because hello, you've got a huge platform already to, to promote yourself. So, um, a lot of people are posting on TikTok how much they make and the numbers are significant, like to the point where it's crossed my mind (laughs) fleeting, but like, look, my face is getting red. Um, The amount of money that some of these people are making is astronomical and unheard of. So my sister, of course, wanting quick money easily has been tempted and swayed by the allure of OnlyFans and approached me about it. I'm letting that sit with you because your face. Well, so my concern, I have a few concerns. Same. So first, so this is solo work. So somebody in pays. Paris's case. And Par- so Paris would be. But it's not always solo. Okay. Okay. Um, next question is, I know Paris isn't in a relationship at this moment in time. She is. They got back together. They got back together. Okay. And he's fine with this? He, his viewpoint is nobody's touching you. Nobody's able to touch you and potentially do dangerous things like had she met someone in a hotel room. Right. Um, Okay. And so there seems to be some agreed uh, uh, it's been agreed so upon. What my wants to do. Mm-hmm. She wants to wear pasties and underwear and pole dance. Okay. She also has a past of being an exotic dancer, beautiful craft. Tried it not like publicly, but like I was a bartender at a strip club, and I would hop on the pole and try to swing around it. It is so difficult. Anyway, so I said. I didn't want to just turn right into a lecturing Leslie. So I said, let me ask you, what are the pros? And before I could even get it out, she said money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what are the cons? And she said, um, I don't know, I guess maybe people seeing me. And that's all she came up with. And I was like, okay, would you like me to list mine now? <laughs> <laughs> the cons for me are, I am in the public eye somewhat. I'm not a world famous Justin Bieber celebrity, but people, some people follow me and know me. Okay. So she has a larger TikTok following because of my page, because I've tagged her in things and people who have gone over there. Now, I'm not saying every single follower that she has is because of me, but many of them are from my page, meaning they know me, they know she's my sister. And so she would want, I said, where are you planning on promoting this? TikTok. And she said, TikTok. 
And I said, so then the people who you are telling this to are people who know me, know you. What happens when somebody either wants to be spiteful or just is full of drama or whatever, they take a couple screenshots of your OnlyFans and they send it to whatever early childhood school you get into in the future to teach kids. You know, they send your boss a picture of you spread eagle on a pole. What is going to happen? And she said, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I'm not running for president. Hopefully I'll have a bunch of money. I'm not worried about myself. Obviously, I don't want people coming to me saying your sister's a hoe. I've seen your sister naked. Your sister's so much hotter than you. Like, whatever. I'm used to that. I don't want to hear people talk crap about my sister. I will get defensive. But my thought process is she's working so hard to go to school to fulfill her dream. I asked her what she's most passionate about. She said working with kids. So her desire for instant gratification right now is going to almost undoubtedly hinder her chances of living her passion in the future. But her mind is already so set on this quick money And so that's where we're at. So I thought it would be cool for us today to talk about this and segue into a list of interesting jobs you can do from home that don't require, you know, pole dancing. Well, here's uh, uh, OnlyFans doesn't have to be nude. Correct. She's not planning on being nude. She's planning on wearing pasties and panties. So number two, I could see how this type of scenario is something that a lot of stay-at-home parents would run into as well, trying to figure out how to generate some revenue and, uh, you know, keep things going or get things going. Right. But the truth is there's so many people on OnlyFans that the chances of you getting discovered or getting subscribers is much lower unless you already have a platform built. So this is a huge platform then. Huge. Oh, I didn't. Huge. Okay. So there's, we're talking thousands of people or hundreds of Oh, I'd say millions. (gasps) Millions of people? Google it. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but I'd say millions. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, know, I didn't know anything about this. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, there's I everything from feet stuff. Oh. There's a girl who sits on cakes. Um, right. there's different fetishes. There's couple stuff. There's role play. There's anime. There's Wait, can straight we back up, up can P-O-R-N. We, can we back up sitting sure. on a cake? Some people are into that kind of stuff. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I don't care what you're into. Do it. Do whatever. Do whatever. And here's the thing that I would say to Paris. I, I how old is she? Thirty three. Thirty three. Um, you know, if if she would have a hard time, um, explaining this to her future kids, like if she wants to have kids in the future, and she's she does. that's all she ever wants to do. That's the one thing she wants to do in life is be a stay-at-home mom. That's her one. Every time I ask her, what do you want to do? I want to be a stay-at-home mom. So I and just I, think that that would be like, if you're cool with having this conversation with your kids at some point, like, okay, then it sounds like 
then you, you've, you've made your peace with it and you're totally cool with it. Just any decision she makes, she has to be cool with it. She has to be okay with it because you don't want to have to deal with this later on or the, you know, the inability to get into a school if they go and do like a quick Google search or something. And that's what pops up, you know? Yeah. Um, those are the, th- those are the things because what you do with your body is your choice and it's your right to do that. And I'm not going to tell you that because that's, it's, you know, it's no skin off my nose. Go do whatever it is that you want to do. Right. But be right, re- be ready for what that decision means in five years. And or- that's what I, that's where my mind is. I have done so many wild things that only fans looks like Nickelodeon compared to the stuff I've done. OnlyFans is the Disney <laughs> channel. I have lived through that and I've made it out the other side. And um, my sister is like, YOLO, you only live once. Let's do it. Da da da. Short term. And I'm trying to present the long term without being, because since our parents are gone, I'm kind of like right. her source of stability. Right. Yeah. And so everything you said is legitimate. Yes. And she, and have, if she was not in school to be an early childhood education educator, it would be a different conversation. But if your goal is to work with children, just know that there's a chance that somebody's going to screenshot Tiffany Jenkins from juggling the Jenkins little sister twerking on a pole just to be spiteful. And to use as blackmail just because. So I worked in education and was responsible for hiring staff. Mm. And when you get an application or a resume in, right, all you know is what you see there. So one of the things that that we would do is I would do, I would take a look. I would look, I'd Google the person. You know, and you find out a lot of interesting things that that don't make it onto the resume. Mm-hmm. Um, not all bad, uh, right? But it's there, and and I, I'm certain if you if your name is tied to an OnlyFans, that would show up as a search. Yeah, and she's thought, I'll use a fake name. I'll wear a mask. I'll cover my tattoos. Like, okay, cool. But just keep in mind then that you can't promote yourself on your page. Right. That's so the, then what's yeah. the point? You won't even make enough to make the income that you're talking about making that will allow you to quit your job. And so I just want to reiterate, like I, I love my sister with my whole heart. She's an amazing human. I'm not talking crap about her. Her and I discussed this on a public forum last night on my supporter page on Facebook. Like she's not private about it. She has no shame. So me talking about this isn't putting her on blast or anything like that. And she's really a good human being. And that's the thing is I want her to see her full potential. And she doesn't, she doubts herself. Every single time I come up with a solution, there's usually a, but I can't do that because of this. I can't do that. You know, she projects into the future and creates these scenarios. And so I mean, this could be a whole segment in itself, really. But there are other ways to make money from home. Like you can earn $225 a month by watching cooking videos. Okay. For example. Get really hungry. 
Yeah. You'd have to There's snack. a website called Inbox Dollars. And this is all courtesy of the pennyhoarder.com. And they will pay you to watch short video clips online. One minute you might watch someone bake brownies and the next you might get an update on the Kardashian drama. All you have to do is choose which videos you want to watch, answer a few quick questions about them, and then boom. Sounds like I ready reading. Does it? <laughs> like for my kids. They watch oh. a short video. They answer the questions. Boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except you you get paid, oh. which sounds fun. So, um, and then you can get paid for taking polls. It doesn't say how much, um, but it's mypoints.com has paid over $236 million to answer poll questions, mm. which is crazy. Get free lottery tickets. Um, you could hit a big jackpot um, from Lucktastic. Each day it releases a new assortment of digital scratch-offs, and it says instant wins range from $1 to $10,000. Um, and the app is supported by advertising, which allows it to keep its payouts high and the games free. Hmm. I'm not saying that quit your job and just hope to get digital scratch-offs. <laughs> But if you're at home, side it's hustle, worth a shot. side hustle money, like a little, little, you know, the th- different things you could do. Shoot. You could do five or six of these. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at some of these get paid every time you buy toilet paper. Oh, well, a couple months back, people could have been billionaires yeah. because all the mother efforts. Wait, get paid this for is... drinking wine and beer. I thought you'd like that one. Yeah. May I have a link? It should be there. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. so this list has some more realistic things, but when when you look at what the two of you do, right? I mean, you you work from home, and you, you're you guys are essentially in the one percent of of those that that made it, right? I mean, there there are millions yeah. of blogs so far, less that turned into vlogs, and even less that became personalities that that are recognized and sometimes it's just like the professional athletes the kids see a professional athlete and they're all going to be professional athletes now it's like okay right right there's there's a lot to it um there's a lot of work that people don't see Mm -hmm. so the the idea and i'm kind of going back to the the you know okay the the only fans is nice and looks nice and so forth but there's a lot of work to do to get things going, make them sustainable and get them to grow. And there's a lot on here that we, that we do, uh, we actually do when people ask, what do you do? Excuse me. And there are several of these that we, that you and I both Tiffany do that we, that earn us money. Start um, a blog, write start, and sell start an a blog, r- r- Exactly. Write and sell eBooks. Um, making money, doing voiceovers, um, become a freelancer, uh, a, a VA, a virtual assistant. We use virtual assistants for various projects. We'll pay somebody a per hour rate to do some editing or other things like that, that goes for the blog or whatever. Um, so, I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of these that are absolutely making people will make money doing them. Like you, you, but you do have to also understand that there's a lot of work that comes with like Dave said, there's a lot of work that comes with that. Um, this one sounds fun. Hmm. Get your true crime fix by joining a mock jury. Oh, yeah, there you go. 
Attorneys present cases to online juries as a way to test before trial to find out what's working and what isn't. And you can sign up at ejury.com. Yeah, that's right up your alley. You could listen to criminal cases. Heck yeah. Um, but there's, a, there's my point is eBaying, eBaying, it says some sell somebody else's stuff. I'm assuming they don't mean like you steal someone's stuff and sell it. I think they mean like you could take things in from the neighborhood, sell it on, sell it online and then take a commission off of it. Right. So if you tell somebody like, bring me your, bring me your gently used clothing items or whatever, I'll put them up for sale online. And then you have to give me X amount of dollars off of it. Our neighbor in our old house used to do that. Mm -hmm. She used to, she used to not only do that, she would list and find people that wanted to sell things that didn't have time to do it. And she would do it for them. Mm. And then she also got good at going in and buying listings, um, buying, winning the auctions for next to nothing and then reselling them at higher prices. Right. So you just have to figure out what it is that you want to do to make that extra cash. Yeah, there's I mean, there's so many things here doing random Google searches, being a transcriptionist, taking pictures and uploading them to Shutterstock and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So go to this website, um, thepennyhoarder.com. And I don't know if that person has like a search bar or whatever, but they have 32 legitimate ways to make money from home. You might see something you like that you didn't know about. Also, if you know, if you're into OnlyFans and you want to do it, do it. We're not knocking it. Mm-hmm. It's just my little sister, and I just wanted to. What, you mentioned what her what she's studying. What was her degree she's studying? Early childhood education. Did Did she ever consider becoming an au pair or a nanny? Yes, she did. She does. She wants to do that, and we talked about that last night, and she got really excited about it. But then, I kid you not. My kids came home with my husband, started jumping around, and she got super overwhelmed. And she's like, I can't do this. Never mind. <laughs> well, maybe she like, doesn't Girl? really actually want anything to do with kids. Maybe that's not her goal. Like, maybe it's just she's at an age where she feels like she wants to have kids, and then she's going in that direction. But maybe she just, maybe it's just time for her to have her own children. And see what fun it brings on a daily basis. Maybe she doesn't want to be a teacher. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's tough. I, 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 it really is hard. And I know what it is to have a job that you get that you're really frustrated with that's not filling your passion. Yeah. And, and so I, that's what I was trying to get at. Like, what's your passion? She said, I want to be a stay at home mom. And I was like, I hear you. I hear you. As someone who has been a stay-at-home mom, I'm not knocking your dream. I'm just letting you know that it might not be everything that you expect. And if you put all your eggs in the stay-at-home mom basket and then you get postpartum depression or you get upset and you're miserable and you want to go back to the work field, but you can't, you know, and you're completely financially dependent on your spouse, just have a backup plan. Right. And that's it. Right. And that's the thing is I, I assumed I was going to be a great stay at home mom so did I. and I was not. So I was not, I was not, I was not, you I tried was it not. twice. I tried it twice. Um, oh. and it's just, I always, I just, I, I can't, I, I'm a bad person to sit and I have to always be doing something. Can't relate. I have to constantly always be doing something, creating something, trying something, doing something. And I just was not great at only focusing on my kids. I'm just being yeah. honest. It was not, I was not good at it. 
I could get everything done in the sense of like the laundry was done, the dishes were done, but my soul was dying. And I just realized that it was not, it wasn't good for me. It was not good for me. It wasn't good good for for the kids. For getting the dishes and the laundry done, dude. I mean, not every day, but I was so anal retentive that I could, I would force myself to do things and then be miserable because I was tired and cranky and the baby never slept and blah, blah, blah. But anyway. My favorite part of her staying home was how she would greet me every time I came home. She'd throw a kid at you? Yeah. What took (laughs) you so long? You should be here faster. Yeah, I know. My and poor then she just stare at me. All right. So I think after that, um, so I'll keep you guys posted on the saga of mm. my little sister mm. and how it goes. I, I wish uh, her well. I like Paris. And I think that part of part of her struggle right now is is maybe tr- not really understanding what she wants to do with her life. And it can be so stressful because she's yeah. just looking at, like you said, the short term of, I need some money. I need to make, mm-hmm. I need to pay some bills, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I understand all of that. And I know how frustrating it is to be in a position in your, cause I was 34 when I completely changed what I was doing with my life. Right. I was 34 years old when I was like, I'm making a career shift. I'm literally taking this massive leap. I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to try to make, you know, this, I'm going to start this blog and start writing and try to make a career out of this with no safety net. And it was the scariest thing ever. So I understand. And I like, I remember being in that mind frame. Um, but I think she needs to really sit down. Like you said, with your, I love a good pro and con list, like (laughs) sit down with that pro and con list and really think about what it is that you, that you think is going to really fulfill you. What do you really think is going to fulfill you? Because it might be this only pult. What is it called? Only fan. fan. Sorry. It might be that for today and this month and next year, but it, but it potentially is not that in three years or four years or whatever. And that I would be sad for her if that's, you know, not where she wants to be in that amount of time. You can also share that. Meredith, when she started her blog, was anonymous for the first mm-hmm. year, year and a half. Yeah. That's weird. Hold on. I got to text my husband really quick. Will you check and see if the cats lock themselves in Aubrey's bathroom? I hear him crying. Mm. They do that yep. all the time. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then you just don't know. They're and you're like, I haven't seen a cat in a while. And then you look and sure as crap, they're like, we're hungry. We have to poop. <laughs> Let me so you just got to keep that about all the time. <laughs> We're hungry. We have to poop. <laughs> Do you want to play a game kind of? Sure. It's not really a game, but it's, okay. um, have you ever, we'll get to know each other a little bit. Okay. Why'd you laugh? Okay. I'm always about deepening our relationship. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. 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 Okay. So we'll just go back and forth all right. and we can each answer the same question. We- have you ever broke have you ever broken a bone? Yes. My nose. Which one? You broke your nose? Yes. How? I got punched in the face. Shut the front door. You have to tell the truth. I got punched in the face. You're lying. No, I'm not. It was in a soccer match. You got punched with a ball or no, with a fist. Like she, out of anger? We were we were on the field. We had a little tussle. And I got How old were you? Uh 
I was in high school. Did you know it broke right when you got hit? It was blood everywhere. And then I had to fly home on a plane and it exploded because we were away at this game and uh, chill. And that's why you see this big, I have this big bump on the top of my nose here, a deviated septum. Holy crap, dude. I didn't know that. Well, it's not, it's really not that exciting. It's exciting to me. Okay. I didn't win. I lost the fight. Clearly it was. Oh my gosh. I didn't even, I didn't even hit back. (laughs) That's so crazy. Uh, All right. Let me get one for you. Have you ever tried to pet a wild animal, but regretted it later on? (laughs) Never. I don't even play when it comes to wild animals. I don't even come close. That's funny. That's a funny question though. What about you? Uh, no, but I was bit by a goose as a kid. And I that was going to be them. my next question. Have you ever been bitten by an animal or yeah. a snake? A, a, a goose. And they have teeth. Why? What? No. They, they do have too. They have bills. With teeth in them. No. Like sharks. I've never heard of a toothed bill. A toothed <laughs> bill? They do. I was at a pumpkin patch as a kid. And these geese all of a sudden took off and I went running. And they don't <laughs> like it when you go running. And this thing honked down right on my cheeks. Bit me in the like, ass. It's our time to shine, lady. Get out of here. <laughs> and I was just trying to get a pumpkin. And now I just, every time I see a goose, I'm like, oh, I think they're looking at me funny. I have to Google goose teeth, dude. I don't believe you. I feel like they have ridges. Dude. Okay. Trigger warning. Did you guys hear about the guy in the news recently who went to sit on a toilet and got bit yes. down there? On by his dingle dang. He got bit by a snake on his dingle dang. That was the guy in Australia, right? There was he was in a porta potty. I guess. And it got him. I could, I don't think I could ever go to the bathroom again. I think it, I they just... showed a picture of the aftermath and I'm traumatized. You saw the dingle dang? No, no. Oh, no. I was like, they took a picture of this man's dingle dang? This the poor toilet guy. seat. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't even With look. it in it still. No, I couldn't look at it. I couldn't look blood. at it. I couldn't look at it. I was, I was so, it was so, just reading the headline, I was like, next story, please. And let it yeah. have rainbows and puppies. It's so funny because sometimes people have an irrational fear about snakes coming up through the sewer pipes. Where did and we get these questions? We got them from techlazy.com. Have you ever been kidnapped by someone? What are these? Tiffany, you never answered if you ever broke a bone. She said no, she hadn't. No, I haven't. We'll get to the kidnapping one. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) Um, Meredith, have you ever done any adventurous sports like skydiving, surfing, or bungee jumping? I surfed for the first time this past weekend. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Yeah, I believe you. I stood up in everything. Whoa. Skydiving or bungee jumping? No, and I will never. Same. I don't understand the point. What's the allure of being attached to some something that could potentially break and then I just smash to the ground? Thank you. Forget it. it well, she kind of glossed over the, the surfing part. That was her birthday present. Mm-hmm. Was Dave got me a surfing lesson. With a 20-something-year-old Australian half-naked man. Nice. She didn't want to fin- end her lesson. <laughs> <laughs> He's married with two kids. She can keep him. She's, I don't, I don't she's need like, no do you need help waxing your board later? <laughs> no, he was, he was a nice guy, but um, mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy the surfing. 
I, they, I enjoyed the part of actually catching the wave and surfing it in. I hated with every ounce of my being, being in the water and having my legs and my feet off of the board because Say the less. entire time I was like, I need somebody to look for sharks. I just need you to look for sharks this whole time. Somebody stick their head under the water. Somebody look from above. Please tell me I need to know if I'm going to be eaten the moment before. Like, I don't want it to be a surprise. Why don't they have shark detectors yet? I don't know. You know, I mean, like it, it's a sensor that detects a specific shark blood, (laughs) you know, in the water. So if the, if it gets within a certain radius, it starts beeping like a, like a cop car, you know, like a radar detector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know know. what I'm talking about? Yeah. But for sharks. No, it's very upsetting. And so the whole, like every time you'd catch the wave and then you'd have to paddle back out, I would just hear the Jaws music the whole time I was paddling. And my heart was just, so after 45 minutes, I was like, I can't. I can't physically do this anymore because my stomach hurts. <laughs> I was like, Please. he's like, it's all right. I got you, love. Yeah. yeah oh no, that was something else. That that his um, his wife was sitting out there, like watching. Actually, that was of like, of course one of she was. Jobs. I would be too. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, just keep looking. She's like, there are no sharks here. And I'm like, this is a lie. I've seen the camera when they fly over the ocean here, and there are always, <laughs> always sharks. Yeah. So you're all liars. But anyway, I did it. I did a, I overcame a fear. Well, I didn't overcome the fear. I still have the fear, but I did the activity. So there's that. All right. Um, you want me to ask you another question? You want to ask one? I'll, it's your I'll, turn. I'll pick. Um, oh my gosh, Meredith, there's hundred. Have you ever saved somebody's life by risking yours? Yes. How? My kid almost fell off the couch and I dove and grabbed his leg. And uh, I almost I almost hit my kneecap so okay. hard on the edge of the couch. Have you ever fell asleep? In I did take him to the ER. Just... What? When was this? A while ago when he was a baby. Did he actually I grabbed his anything? leg, but his head still hit the ground. Oh. So no, to answer your question. No, I haven't. I don't think. Okay. Then I was going to say, have you ever fallen asleep in church because it was so boring? Probably as a kid, (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Have you? (laughs) Have you befriended someone just for your own benefit? Yes. And I'm speaking to her right now. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. uh, I'd have to say no, because... I physically, the amount of work it would take to even, I don't know. I just, the answer would have to be no. I'm, I couldn't. Okay. Have you ever suffered a major heartbreak? Yeah. Like dating wise? Yeah. Tell us about it. That's Dave. Oh, he just came wait back. Wait a minute. You broke up with me. Dave, Let's hear that story. We had so much heartbreak. We had so much heartbreak over and over again. Because you kept breaking up with me. Yeah, it's true. It's when? true. Throughout high school uh, and college. Sometime and... between, any anytime between 98 and 2004. Yeah. Pick a day. No. Yeah. No, we got married in 03. Oh, okay. <laughs> 03, not 04. <laughs> oh my God, I was a junior in high school. 
Yeah, but I mean, we, you know, we were, we grew, we basically grew up together. So there was plenty of times where there were, there was heartbreak and things like that. We just managed to, I just always found him again. He probably didn't want to be found if we're being honest. (laughs) He probably did not want to be found, but I was very, so cute. I was very persistent with finding him and then crushing him like a bug and then finding him and crushing him like a bug and then finding doing that over and over again. But that's That's because I always knew that that's what I wanted. Can you post a picture sometime of you guys when you were really, really, really young? Um, not on my page. Okay. But somewhere privately, I could send you a text message. Well, no, we'll do it in the, on the cooking show. Yeah, we could. What? We're starting a cooking show on our supporters page on Facebook. When we hit a certain supporter number. That so, sounds like a fun time. Whatever, Tiffany, get out of here. <laughs> Are they going to be fun, exciting meals or Dave's <laughs> one of the mill? <laughs> we, boring vegan. We, they're going to be boring vegan meals, but, um, but we'll, do, we'll do it together. He'll cook and I'll just talk the whole time. It's It'll cute. be great. It'll be wonderful. But yeah. Um, you know, but not to get sidetracked because this made me think of it, but Dave thinks I'm crazy for this. So I need you to be on my side when I ask you this. Okay. If you're not going to be on my side, that's fine. Don't, but I feel like you're going to be on my side. Okay. So another high profile person who kind of does what we do announced a divorce this past week. This past week? Yes. Last week. Jen Hatmaker uh, announced that she's getting divorced, and um, I just I look I was like, oh my gosh, Dave, look! And he's like, why do you care? And I was like, it just I always get nervous. It makes me nervous when I see these people. They were married for I think the Hatmakers were married for like twenty years or something, and it's like they they have a podcast. She's she writes books. She's on social media. Blah, blah, blah. We, you know, a couple weeks ago we were talking about Rachel Hollis and her husband getting divorced. And then, you know, you see like these, these couples, whether it's just friends in your circle or people, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, they were married for, you know, 15 years or 10 years or 20 years. And it's just, boom, it's gone. It's done. It's like, what happened? And it makes me get panicky because marriage is fragile. Like we talk about it all the time. It's really hard. It's really difficult, but it's also fragile. And I freak out and I immediately want to know like what was actually going on that they got divorced. Like what, what happened? Were they not communicating? Were they whatever? And he's like, you need to stop worrying about what is happening with other people and, and start watering your own damn lawn. Cause your grass is drying up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, and if only there were a list of things she could do to be a, what was it? A better wife? A better wife. Perfect segue. Ew, we're going to talk about 30 Listen, this ways. this is why I want to talk about this. We do a lot of shit talking about men and husbands, and I think it's so important to talk about what we can do as well in order to nurture our marriage. Because I think a lot of us get these ideas from fairy tales where like the guys are supposed to sweep us off our feet. They're supposed to constantly keep us happy. They're supposed to do everything we want them to do exactly when we want them to do it. And that's just not how life is. And we, I talk about it all the time. Like what is your part in it? Mm. And Meredith, the reason you might get paranoid is because you coast through thinking everything's fine in your marriage and wonderful. And then one day you might 
get blindsided. Dave's tired of your shit and kicks you to the curb. But so but, let's. But talk do you about- think I have any? But do you think I have any? Like, do you ever worry about that when you see people getting divorced? Or do you ever? Does that stress you? Or no? Is it? Is it? Maybe it is just me. Um, no, I think that when you're with somebody, as long as you're with them, you kind of have it in your head. Okay. We're not going anywhere. We're locked in. This is it. We're done. And then when somebody who's been together a similar amount of time as you breaks up, you're like, wait a minute, this might not be forever. This might not be as permanent as I thought it is. Yeah. And that makes sense that you would feel that way. I've been with my husband for like six years. And so, you know, there was a lot of life before him. And so it doesn't feel the same to me as probably you. Well, I think you're, I think it's, I think it's usually when it's a similar time that we've been married that yeah. when I see those things and I'm like, Oh, we're getting ready to hit 17 years next month. And these people were married for 15 and they just got divorced. And then the, these people were married for 20 and they're getting divorced. And it's like, Oh, right. we're right in the middle there. Sense. Okay. Dave thinks I'm just crazy. So let's talk about some stuff that we can do to make our marriage better. And Dave, you chime in if you agree. This right. one's obvious. Number one, tell him he's great in bed. I told him that last night. Uh, it doesn't hurt. And maybe be gentle if there's something you don't like when you when you say it. <laughs> You're great in bed, except yeah. if you could go a little to the left. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll remember that. I tell you that though. Yeah. Yeah. You're not very gentle. Do you tell him like in the moment or great? like later on, like while you guys are cooking vegan? You're like, by the way, you're really great. Uh, well, usually a lot during it. Ew. Ew. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I what don't do you know. say? You're do, so great. Do more of that, I usually say. I don't know. You say yeah. do more of that? Yeah. That right there. It's super romantic all there's, of the time. There's not- Do more of that. <laughs> I don't know how we have three kids. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you really throwing me under the bus right now? Okay. I don't want to know anymore. Number two, uh, support his friendships. Oh. No. See, I can't do that. I feel like that. I do that. Uh, I can't. I told you my buddy was coming here like, well, he's not staying here. I just... <laughs> I said there's hotels right down the street. Why do we have to be? I, I don't, I'm not a bed and breakfast. We're not time for that shit. I think that if my husband's friends are cool, like, of course, I'll support the friendship. But if my husband's friend is a bad influence who tries to get him to gamble all the time and lose money, like, I'm not going to, like, you know. I wouldn't support that either. Yeah, just hypothetically. Yeah, just hypothetically. I support I support your golf and your friendships through golf and and. I don't. He give... was coming to golf with me. Okay, not you in know... the house, Dave. No. Okay, so first of all, you know I would have let him stay here. I was giving shit. I would have allowed it. Second of all, I am supportive of your. And I've even said since we Hold moved on, here. Hold on, I gotta text him real quick. I even said when we moved here, you should totally hang out with your friend who lives here more. Yeah. Did I not? Yes. No. You're you're super supportive. <sighs> this one's tricky. Number three, put your phone away. Mm. Even if it's just for a little bit, when your partner has something they want to talk about, put down your phone. I do it's not. It's so do that. disrespectful to be checking your phone while someone's trying to talk to you. Preach. Yeah, I'm very bad at that. Are you? Very bad. The worst. Probably of this list, and I'm looking through it, probably the worst thing I do on this list. I, I hate it. I'm 
but but I'm also guilty of being on my phone and then putting my phone down and then trying to have a conversation and getting offended. Like you're always on your phone. <laughs> He's like, you bitch, you were just on your phone and you put it down for one second and it's, now expect yeah. me to just throw mine down. Yeah. Actually, the 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 really frustrating thing is that when I need her to be on her phone, then she can't do the things that need to be done, which are find where we're going on a map or look up something so that we can call where we're going or anything like that. I'm really bad at navigating. So we get in more fights in the car when he tells me to put in an address and navigate. It takes her 10 minutes to look it up. It's like go into maps and just type it in. Sometimes it's not there. I get very stressed. Isn't that what series for? Wait. Oh, just putting it in is the problem? Typing yes. an address into I have a yeah. hard time in general. Just, I get all turned around. Then the map is like showing me which way to go. And I'm like, not this street. And then it's like, you passed your destination. She'll, yeah. The, it'll say, turn right here. She's like, no, we'll take the next one. It's like, what? It yeah. told you to turn right. We get in a lot of fights Or about sometimes that. she looks at, the, looks at it upside down. I do. And doesn't know if she's going north it's or south. It's mostly because I'm looking at the map upside down and I don't know which way we're so going. So we do a lot of U-turns. I don't see what, what the problem is. You just type it in and then it's she tells you where to go. more difficult than you know, okay? It's very stressful, all right? But you, it shouldn't even be your job is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The GPS, the GPS does it all. That's what I'm saying. But he in says 1. no. In 1.2 miles, turn left. Yeah, I don't on know. On the outer right turn lane. Like, yeah. what are you even needed for? Don't know. Okay. Number four, talk him up. Your man needs to feel admired, adored, and respected. Do you feel that way? I don't know. That's something we do. You don't talk me down. Well, you kind of do. It's your job. (laughs) That's not fair. I'm not talking you down, though. Would you feel better if she made you feel admired, adored, and respected? Uh, For me, that does nothing. I, I don't need external... What the hell is that like? What? What is it like to not need external validation? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm like a sea urchin. I'm just sucking up all the validation I can get. Like, I starve and wither away to crispy brittle unless somebody crispy brittle tells me nice things about myself. I mean, mean, everyone likes to hear it, but it's not something I need or go looking for. You can tell if what you did was good by how people respond to it by, you know, if I, I don't know if I cook a meal and everyone seems to have fun with it. Right. Like then I know that it was a good meal or if you do for me, it's all right. But what about if she's like, Hey, I just want to thank you so much for everything you do around the house. I feel really safe and protected. I'll let you know when she ever does that. But is that something you'd like to hear? Are like, you serious? No, it's not. Today. No, because it's, it's my job to do. I okay, don't, but I wait don't a need, minute. I don't need that. But wait a minute. I just, came, I just came up to you today and rubbed your chestal hairs and gave you a little snuggle and said, I love you. I felt like that was... <laughs> that should last you a broad month. Broad spectrum. I'll see you in 2021. <laughs> I felt like that was a broad <laughs> spectrum, like... You're doing a great job. Like, I felt like that was... Yeah, it's fine. I I don't... Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Oh, Give them a little space. As women, we like to talk, but men aren't usually as verbal. I could... We could do that one a little more. How, Dude, I, I love space. How have I not given you enough space? Unless I don't want it. 
yeah, see that right there, what you just said, right? <laughs> you got you guys are lunatics. <laughs> I, I, You're not wrong. Yeah. I want space until I don't. And then the minute my mind decides I want attention, my husband has to just know. Right. Otherwise, I'm like, you don't even love me oh, anymore. <laughs> And he's like, what? It's like you the twilight zone. All day. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I can go days where I don't need to talk, but then that means that I'm mad or angry or anything. And it's like, I'm not, I just don't feel like talking. I have nothing to say. Mm. Ugh. Hate it. Say yes, particularly if it's something you'd normally say no to. I did that hey, the other day. Try the back door. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Dave asked me if I would sit in the cart with him while he went golfing. And I said, yes. Aw. I only bitched 50% of the time. Okay. Yeah, well, it was nice. Progress, not perfection. Right, right, right. That's Ooh, what Meredith, I- you need this one. Mm. Take a beat before criticizing. Yeah, mm. I definitely need that. It's easy to fall into the pattern of complaining when they don't follow through with things or don't do things the way you want. But be mindful of when you want to criticize and ask yourself if it's really necessary to say something. I feel like it's always necessary. Pick your battles, my mom used to say. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here you go. Wake up before he does. No. (laughs) Never. Especially if you're a stay-at-home mom. Brew the coffee, join him in the shower. Who wrote this? Yeah, I'm having, I'm starting to have some really intense feelings about this because I am absolutely not going even, to. Because even the most enlightened, loving man becomes resentful of leaving in the morning to go to work while his wife is sleeping in. Is that true? I don't know, but Dave doesn't leave the house to go to work because he works yeah. from home. So maybe that's maybe there is a like I, I don't know the answer to that. But I still like he gets up before me just because he's an earlier riser. But I get up and I get the kids up and we get and we get school started. Like he's not he's getting up and it's not like he's doing any. He's not making me coffee. He doesn't drink coffee. So he's not getting up and doing things for me. Like I'm not going to get up earlier. Like if I set my alarm for seven fifteen, that's like, that's it. I'm getting up at seven fifteen. Now, when the kids do eventually get back into school, I'm going to have to set that alarm for 6am because I'll have to drive her 20 minutes into school and their school starts at, um, seven 30. So that will okay. change my mornings, which will suck, but this, I'm not, this is too much info. I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, I don't, <laughs> I don't agree. Uh, I'm skipping to number 13 because this is something that I very much struggle with. Mm. Initiate sex. Retweet. Oh. Okay. Didn't I do I'm that last week? so bad at it. I don't know what to say or do. I'm just like, Poke, do you want to do something? Like, it's, it's not. I don't know how to be sexy. What if I initiate it and you don't want it? And then Oh, that's not I, happening. It might. No. What if you're tired? What if you already took care of yourself earlier that day? Who's taking care of things earlier in the day? Oh, that's not true. You have. My husband, probably. It's not a great mystery. You don't have to do anything crazy. It's like, hey, let's go. That's it. Done. Okay, well, I do that. But I think, look, there's a picture of a woman climbing on top of a man. Okay, and well, saying, let's surprise not... him by showing him what you've got in the bedroom. It'll keep him running home more. Uh... It's like, you know, at this point what I've got here and it's not much. 
And if you want it, roll on over and take it. But I, yeah, I don't know anything about that, but I did like, I took my clothes off and crawled into bed the other day. Whoa. And you said, Oh, I didn't know we were doing that. And I was like, I think what this is saying, it's like, Hey, randomly throughout the day, not, not our, not the standing appointment at, you know, that's, that was a joke. It's like, do I need an appointment card? You know, give me my, my appointment reminder so that I know that after the lights are off and it's 1030 right. at night. Okay. How about okay. at like, you know, we're out in the golf course. You're like, hey. Yeah, let's, right. Let's go. Let's go home. That's a felony. Oh. Oh, did you think he meant do it at the, co- on the <laughs> course? <laughs> you know, just at random times. And it's just, you're just sitting around and you want to, instead of giving me a hug and saying, hey, how are you doing today? Just grab me and walk me into the room. Let's go. Work the kids are here. Everybody's so here. what? They're doing... here at night when we're in there. But they're everybody's in their room. With... They're in their rooms now, oh virtually learning. Oh my gosh! Ew. Do you oh want me to gosh. let you go? No, we're fine. I look. I'm all for spontaneity, but when you have three kids who have haven't left your side in six months, there's not a lot of room for that type of spontaneity. I'm gonna end it on this one, Meredith. Take his mom to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't live here. Um, it says, even here. if she's not your favorite person, if you do little things to have a relationship with her, um, it lets your guy know that you're with him and support him. You'll always be, in his eyes, the best wife ever. I like this one, too. Revamp your lounge wardrobe. Get out of here. Where's that? At number 29. Look, oh, I'm wearing... Overlook those pet peeves. Okay. Some of these. Yikes. Oh. this. One, oh, wait. I said I wanted to end it, but this is so important. This says prioritize your own self-care. And I'm not even reading what the person who wrote this says about it. My dad, on my wedding day, he's like, whatever you... I thought he was going to give me like some profound advice. And he's like, whatever you do, don't let yourself go. Uh and I was like what and he's like no matter how much someone loves you they don't want to see you come creeping down the hallway in sweatpants wearing his shirt you Uh gotta continue making an effort oh my god and I was like super offended but like I think about it all the time like love is beautiful but it can you know you gotta make an effort every now and then to remind otherwise it's like false advertising (laughs) You know, oh, man. Yeah, I'm not good at that. I am. I am. I'll, and it's not just for him. It's for me. When I feel good, I'm a better person. So some days I'll wake up and I'll do my hair and my makeup and just remind him like, yeah, don't forget I, what you got here. I do it. totally see you like on videos or on IG or whatever with a whole done face and like, like for no reason. Just but I mean, but you but you do you you do it. Like you do it and it's, it's part of something. And like, I, I don't know that I've ever in my life gotten up, done my hair, my makeup, put on clothing to not have to be somewhere for, with that purpose. <laughs> Never. I don't think in my life has it ever It's happened. not a bad thing that you don't. I mean, you're naturally no, beautiful. But, no, if no, it's no. not who you are. No, but I, what I'm saying is maybe I should try it and see He'd How probably I, be like, what the hell is on your face? Where are you yeah, going? Yeah, and that's what I would wonder is if he would just be like, what's wrong with you? Where do you That's think- what Drew used to say. Like yeah. when I had the baby, before he got home from work every day, I would 
set an alarm to do my hair and makeup just so because it made me feel good and I wanted him to be attracted to me <laughs> and um and now I find that when I do my hair and makeup I want to be on video more it motivates me to make videos and stay active huh. and you know go places rather than but it's not all the time don't get me wrong but it's it's for me just maybe I'll try it maybe when we I'll first got that. together I was full face makeup hair looking like a dime and then it slowly turned into something else over time and as much as he loves me it's a big switch from what it was to what it is now yeah uh, mine isn't really because he's never seen me in you that guys manner. Together. That's cute. but it's still it's, it's there's truth to it too because he will when i do get gussied up he will say like oh wow you know, mm-hmm. oh my. So gussy that ass. Gussy, gussy that hussy. Okay. Um, I'm going to play see. a clip of the audio book. Yes. And now it's time for the sneak peek exclusive listen to ask me what's for dinner one more time. Inappropriate thoughts about motherhood by Meredith Masony. My name is Meredith, and I am an unfiltered mom who has inappropriate thoughts. What I mean by this is that I discuss the tough topics that arise from parenting, including, but not limited to, smears on light switches, cracked nipples from breastfeeding, level 7 meltdowns in the Target toy aisle, hemorrhoids, where babies come from, the puberty, the smells related to the puberty, and so much more. I have three kids, one husband, and a dog who smells like fish. Between working, doing 800 loads of laundry and dishes each day, and trying to and failing at keeping everyone happy, I am barely keeping it together. I don't believe in balance when it comes to work life and home life. I believe in making choices and finding perspective so that I can chase my dreams and keep my family from being the next set of contestants on Naked and Afraid, the family edition. There are plenty of days that I never get out of my jam jams, but I manage to get what needs to be done, done. I love connecting with women, moms, and wives on subjects ranging from potty training and breastfeeding to puberty and the sex talk. Making videos while venting about the daily grind, being the family maid, cook, errand runner, and carpooler, all while keeping my husband happy above and below the sheets, has been an amazing blessing for my family and has brought women seeking connection, commiseration, and a good laugh to my internet doorstep. To my delight, this community has become a beacon of hope for moms who need support, a good laugh, and honest relatability in the chaotic universe that is motherhood. All right, that's all you get. Yes. That was the very beginning. That was just the introduction. Did you find that as you went on, it got easier and you got more comfortable with it? Yeah, it was definitely in the beginning. It was a bit much. What? Hi, my name is Tori Brown. Uh, Oh, you want me to read this? Well, no, just read it so we can share that. It's funny. So somebody who works for PR 
for Preparation H just emailed and said, we <gasps> came across a recent article on Women's Day that mentioned your weekly shopping trips and we wanted to send you some products. What would be oh the best gosh. address to send them to? <laughs> Email her back and let her know that I'm ready to be the next spokesmodel for, this for is Preparation your H. How, how many times have I put it out there and said, how many times have I said, I got hemorrhoids, Preparation H, where you at? I'm your girl. I am so, that is manifestation if I've ever seen it. You, let them know though. I'm not kidding. I don't want, I don't want just product because I buy that every week. I want a meeting with the people that they hire to put a face on a billboard. I want to be the <laughs> next face of hemorrhoids. And I want it known right here and now that, that I will take nothing less than to be the next face of hemorrhoids. Okay. I don't need them to send me product. I buy that shit every week. You think mm-hmm. I don't have three things of Preparation H in my cabinet right now? Mm-mm. I need that a job, lady. I need a job. That's what I need. If 2020 brings me the face of hemorrhoids, I will forgive a few of the other indiscretions of 2020. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Get out of here. First of all, that's amazing. Uh, congrats. Congrats on, on your... Preparation <laughs> finally recognizing you. It's been years I've been talking about it. It's about damn time. I will vouch. Vouch? Vouch. Vouch? Vouch. Vouch. I will vouch. Ew. I don't like that word. It I'm sounds sorry. so weird. <laughs> For you, every time we go out of town, there are Preparation H wipes on the back of the toilet every single time. I can't travel without them. I can't the live my daily time. life without them. The amount of money that I've already spent on Preparation H products. And the thing is, is I, I didn't need those before kids. When I had my first baby, this is way too much information for everybody here, but I was cut hole to hole and it causes a problem. You can get these like fissures. These are things it's it's a very common thing that happens in childbirth for women. And it can cause like tiny hemorrhoids or inside hemorrhoids. I know nobody wants to talk about this and it's super gross, but it is a true thing that happens as a result of pregnancy. And the problem for me was I developed the hemorrhoids while pregnant in my last like month or so of pregnancy. And so when I had the baby and they, and I had to have the episiotomy, it destroyed things and the hemorrhoids weren't able to properly heal. And it's just like a recurring thing in my life. And everybody cracks jokes about hemorrhoids and whatever. And it's like, cool, I'll laugh about it, but them shits are real. And I deal with it every day. So of course I'm going to talk about the preparation age, you know, this is great. it doesn't bother me to talk about it because I'm not the only woman that has dealt with this. Even if I'm the only one who's shouting it from the rooftops, like it's true. It happens. If you didn't, if it didn't happen to you, I'm happy for you. <laughs> Sounds but, like it. But I'm just saying some of us over here are scrounging for them preparation age wipes. Cause it's like, I need to cool down. <laughs> I have a oh, problem. Man. That's so great. Not so anyway, shout out your book. Huh? Not uh, that moment kind of overshadowed your books. No, buy the book. And while you're on the toilet, getting ready to wipe with some preparation H wipes, your life will be complete. You can read my book on the toilet if you'd like, but don't sit too long because that can irritate hemorrhoids and get a squatty potty. Just random information. Okay. Mm -hmm. Join us next week. And another episode of Take It. Or leave it. An advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. See you guys next week. We love you.